Brothers, but not by birth. Family, but not by DNA. David and Adam are two of a kind, and they wanna borrow some of your day to talk into your ear holes about midi chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. Hey Adam, I uh, I heard something the other day that uh, that you're gonna laugh at. I think. Yeah, what's that? So I heard the the best dad joke ever. By the way, by the way, phenomenal brother, all the way from House of Mouse, Adam Russell, Golden Voice of the Southeast, Dave Adams, all the way from Harvest, Alabama. Yep, we're here. Okay, so there were these two cowboys lost in the desert, starving. This was right after the Civil War. Okay. Yeah, they they they're just starving. Think Wild Wild West, that that era. The the movie Wild Wild West. Oh no, please! I love that movie. It hasn't aged well, I don't think. It was cool when we were like teenagers, but dude, I don't know if I college. can watch it now. That came out in what year? Senior, my senior year. So oh, ninety nine, your so freshman we were, year. Of we were adults then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, no, anyway. okay. All right, we'll, two cowboys. We'll yeah. Two cowboys lost in a desert, starving, hungry. Okay. Old Civil War cowboys. Finally, they see a tree in the desert draped in bacon. Just bacon everywhere. Bacon, 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 bacon. Okay? Yeah. One of the cowboys says, look, it's a bacon tree. And we're saved. He starts running towards the tree, but but suddenly is shot down in a hail of bullets. With his dying breath, he looks up at his buddies and says, it's not a bacon tree. It's a ham bush. Get it? Ambush? Ambush? Oh, I will totally be post-prodding a rim shot in on that one day. <laughs> oh, come on. You didn't do wow. the, the, the laughter that I expected from you, man. It was that It was that level of dad joke where you don't really belly laugh at it. You just kind of let it wash over you. I mean, it's almost like you're, you know, if you witness a robbery in, in an Apple store, what are you? What? You told me this joke. I don't remember it. You're an eyewitness. Oh, nice. You know, also, your wife wanted wanted that purse, and and you told her it was too expensive, but she said, but but I want it Vera Bradley. <laughs> that's a Blair original right there. Her and, really? Aiden, her and Aiden, uh, that, that's probably, if you Google it, it's probably out there. We haven't found it, though. Okay. But that, Blair and uh, Aiden came up with that one, yeah. Well, all right, all right. Hey, speaking of dad jokes, yeah, you, uh, your dad called in to to the the birth line. No, the, we still the... got to finalize the branding <laughs> on that thing. The unrelated at birth line is what we'll call it in the interim, at least. Well, did he have a question about uh, uh, C sections or, or doulas? No, or no, no. He um he he commented, and here we'll play it. But he commented about the Kelly Bryant thing that you brought up the other day with the championship ring. Okay, go ahead and play it here. 
Yeah, I was. Uh, this is uh, Virgil Russell. I was calling about uh, the Kelly Bryant question. Uh, I just have two questions. Um, well, one question and then a statement. Um, was he on the team at the end of the year? If the answer is yes, he gets a ring. If no, he doesn't get a ring. So, if he was on the team, he gets one. Regardless, he's still part of the team, whether he wants to be there or not. Uh, if Dabo didn't want him there, he should have tossed him. Put him out there on the open market. So, that's my thing. Oh, by the way, great show. I've listened to all four of them. I haven't called in before, but... Uh, I am now. Thanks, guys. So, wait, wait a second, Adam. Yeah. This is two episodes. Mm-hmm. First time your wife agrees with me that, that wrestling's a sport. Mm. And now your dad agrees with me. Wow. So, what's next? You, Aiden My will dog. agree. Well, no, Aiden agreeing that something's baby poop orange. Oh, wait, you, you, you found factual proof of that. I did, actually, yeah. we um, He opened some blind bag. Gosh, I can't remember if it was Grocery Gang or it was something like that. One of those kind of gross-looking blind bag things. And there was an actual thing in there. Looks kind of like a poop emoji. And it's orange. And the name of it is Baby Poo. On the little checklist, it actually said it. So So that's three. Yep. Your mom, What's I'm next? sure. Your mom, I'm sure. No, no. You're, you're your mom's baby boy. Anything, <laughs> anything you say, your mom. I'm gonna be right. <laughs> yeah. So that that ain't happening, Kathy. No, I'll just, I'll, I'll take that L. Um, Emma, I mean, Emma will pretty much do anything that Ellie wants. So Ellie is an extension of me. Maybe. So. I just want to know when someone from your family is going to agree with me. I'm feeling a little bit left out. I'm not feeling the love. Well, if they listen to Sideline Warning, Amanda did agree with you on a couple of things. Really? They called me out. Do you, don't you remember out that one time? Out of 70-odd episodes, she only agreed with me on a couple of things? Well, welcome to my life, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so back to your dad's thing. I, Virgil, he, he, was, he left the team. He quit four games into the season. Yep. So... No, he doesn't deserve the championship ring. If you, if you don't put your blood, sweat, and tears into something, yep. along with the rest of the, the team, you're off the team. Adam, your TV just lit up. Did you just turn it on? No, it's a commercial. Okay. That thing wasn't on a second ago. It was on. It's been on the whole time. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. This okay. is riveting podcast. My my dad brain, man. I, I, I <laughs> Look, it's been a... Wait, horrible week at work. It's wait, been a horrible time. You know, now that you mention it, I opened my fridge earlier and there was some kind of temple with flames and a voice said Zool. <laughs> Zool. Wait, I thought we weren't going to talk about HHN yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, you talk about things you put blood, sweat, and tears into, Dave. Uh, it feels yeah. like there's a consistent theme with the thing we've talked so far. About parenting? my dad called in and, yeah, parenting. and The dad joke? The dad jokes, yeah. <laughs> That's something you definitely put some blood, sweat, and tears into. Yeah, so so we don't normally like to get into controversial topics on this show. That was sideline warning. But every now and then we'll have to get into some controversial topics. And I believe Adam, an article came up today that you texted me that you want to talk about today. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying not to get riled up because I, I, I can. I can argue this either way, and that's. And not you're me also being... in. You're also in a room that you're not closed off from your whole family. Tonight, so. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I just uh, so there was an article that I read today. I think it was actually on ABC's website for ABC News, and it was a mom that the first day of school, which here in the wait, Orlando, wait, wait. huh? Are you mo- are you about to mom shame somebody? I'm not. It's not mom shaming. I think it's a it's an overall concept that I'm trying to understand and wrap my brain around. Okay. And um, so she went to Disney World yesterday, first day of school for all of the Orlando area schools for the most part, and had a button made, the I'm celebrating button, and it said, I'm celebrating first day of school. And I, more than anyone else, totally understand the amount of work because Blair stays, excuse me, at home with the kids. And there's there's a level of effort that moms and parents put in overall with their kids that when it's your full-time job or you work and it's, and it's still your full-time job while you hold down another job, it's an extremely difficult thing to be a parent. And it's a whole other level when you're a mom because of the expectations placed on you and just the, the responsibility that you carry. But she had a pen made, said celebrating first day of school, and documented herself with that pen with, um, with a lot of character meet and greets and had a bunch of pictures and, and it almost felt like a party kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah. and I understand the need for a break I struggle though with this thing that's come around and maybe I'm just now privy to it and I'm, I'm late to the game but I, I mentioned to you the other day you know everybody complains because I've, there's not anybody I've talked to whether they're a student or a parent that says they, they haven't said man the summer went so fast I can't believe it's already over and it's time to go back to school again it sure seems like we had longer when we were younger, and I wish we had that well, long. We did. We, we did. did. Yeah, we actually did. But you said the other day, well, and well, my point that I made to you before I get there was the government works for us. The school board represents us. The federal government who sets some of these educational standards oh, is our government. Here comes the libertarian. Right. <laughs> so they work for us. Ron Swanson, so are you over there? <laughs> if they work for us, they work for us. So if we want more time with our children and we want to have that, why not go get it? If we can go change, quote, change the date of Halloween with a simple petition, why can't we go to our government if, it, if everybody's this upset about it? And the point that you made when I brought that up was, well, parents are ready for summer to be over. Yeah. And so nobody's really going to fight for it, you know? And then this article popped up where this lady is, I totally get going and having fun. I usually take the first day of school off and me and Blair will go have lunch somewhere. Don't or, tell me what you, you know, and Blair like do that. when the kids aren't around. No, the, no, we go out and we enjoy <laughs> ourselves that first day because, you know, we, we involve them in just about everything we do. It's nice to go eat lunch and there are yeah. other people there because we don't get that incredibly often. And so, so. There's the chimes. Oh, there it is. You can actually hear that. The door's closed. Wow. But, but they, um. But to go out and celebrate and document and become viral over your happiness that you are handing over your child for half of their waking hours, in some cases to the government, (laughs) I mean, you know, and it just, it's such a foreign idea to me that that's something to be celebrated. Yeah, I I agree with you because I struggle with, I used to work a a retail job, I worked for AT&T for seven years. I struggled with putting my child to bed. You know, when she was a child, a, a baby, when Ellie was a baby, yeah, babies need to go to bed early. Well, luckily, Ellie suffered and still suffers from a, a tragic case of FOMO. Uh, <laughs> so Ellie didn't need that much sleep. She was, she's like me. But 
even though she didn't need much sleep, we still should have put her to bed a lot earlier than we did. Yeah. The reason we didn't put her to bed is because I was getting off work at 7.30, 8 o'clock some nights, and I had to see my child. Yeah. Wanted to see my child. I, I can't understand for the life of me people who only want to spend a couple hours with their kid. Like, it... I'm trying not to get in rant mode here. I, I that's what that's why I took a moment before we started talking. It we're not a socioeconomic <laughs> podcast. We're not a political podcast. We're also not judging. I, no, I do want to make that we're, clear. We're not. And if this is like if this is how you feel, please call into our line and explain it to us. Because as dads, I'm trying to think of another way to put this. That okay. I'm going to say that I'm going to get some ire for this, and I apologize. Oh boy. As dads who also have been around our family, our second to third generations above us, both mom and dads are there. Yes, mom stayed home, dad went to work, dad came home, kissed mom, grabbed the newspaper, helped with dinner, whatever, whatever, but still tried to be in our lives. Yeah. Now my mom is a my, my mom, my wife is a working working mom, working wife. She is a saint and I don't deserve anything that she has done for my family because I don't know how she juggles 162 hours a, a week I'm job because yeah. it blows my mind. But wh- the point I'm getting at, I don't understand how somebody, a dad, a mom, somebody who's responsible for another life, and you're in my case, two other lives. I don't understand how you cannot want to be an active part in their life. Yeah. Like it kills me. I, I sit at work, and this might just be me. I am not your typical male. I, I, I want to be involved in the girl's life. Mm-hmm. I want to be, I, I am the emotional person in my family. Guys aren't normally like that, and yeah. I, I, I understand that. But I sit there at like 12 o'clock at, at work. Sometimes, and I look at my phone and say, "Oh, it's twelve. Ellie's probably doing this or that or this. I wonder what she's doing right now." And, and like, I struggle sometimes not wanting to pick up the phone to call the school and say, "Hey, let me talk to my girl." Yeah, that's just how I, I'm wired. Yeah. So it, it it blows my mind that that there are people out there that just want to shoo the kid out the door and say, "All right, I'll see you at three. Have fun." Yeah. Whatever. And then to take it that next step, it blows my mind that there are dads and sometimes moms yeah. that want nothing to do with their kids. Yeah. Well, and that, that's the that's the interesting part about that story, right, is I am absolutely 100% certain that that mother is a good mother, that she is a... F- perfectly wonderful person that loves her children very dearly. And maybe their kids I, are brats. Well, maybe so. <laughs> they may <laughs> just be lucky in that regard. Exactly. But I have, I guess my thing with that story is less about, hey, the mom needed a break. I totally get that. I'm not arguing with that. Hey, she needed a day to get out on her own. Me and Blair have kind of this ongoing agreement that whenever we need a day like that, we just say so. Mm-hmm. You know? And so... Well, every September, I've got a standing... Yeah. I mean, not invitation, a standing, this is happening yeah. for me to go to Orlando. Yeah, and it's a non-negotiable to have some time like that every now and then. Mm-hmm. I guess my thing is it ended up now, it's fully documented that when her children leave the house, she celebrates. Right. And I don't and know maybe, how, maybe how it is that, just a one-time thing. No, and, and maybe it is, but now it's a story. Now it's a thing. And it's like, what do your children think when right. it comes back around that 
that they celebrate it, and maybe they laugh about it. I don't know. It, maybe this is our get off our lawn guy coming out, and and this it isn't a thing. Is. This isn't a thing to even talk about. But but it is a thing. But, That's the but thing. It, but it goes back to me. Go, you were going to make a point. It looked yeah, like. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I, a couple of years ago, you probably see all these cutesy back-to-school pictures. There was a viral back-to-school picture where it was three kids on the, the side of a pool yeah. with the mom sitting in a float, sitting back with a margarita in her hand. Yeah. So they're celebrating not getting to see their children. Yeah. That I, I don't understand that concept. But, but I think at the end of the day, too, this goes back to something we... Did we talk this? I think we did. Either about, we talked it on our text or on the show. No, I'm talking about like Star Wars and why younger yeah, we generations talked. aren't into it, right? Yep. I think it goes back to that a little bit is that our generation, around our age, people of child rearing and raising ages, we've been... Uh, millennials! Well, millennials and pre-millennials, what are we, Gen X millennials? No, 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 Zennials. we're zennials. 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 Like that whole group, we've come up in a time where, we, we, we were talking about this too, that nothing's really changed since we were in college. We've gotten the iPhone. That's the biggest thing that's changed. TVs have changed. Cars have changed styles. Clothes has changed style. But life has not shifted. If you think about 20 years ago, in the year 1999 to now, mm-hmm. our entertainment delivery methods have changed. But life in general hasn't really made a dramatic shift like it did between 79 and 99. Or 59 and 79. You know, yeah. and I think that the money right now is I in entertainment. I disagree to a very small point. Okay, please. I think 99 is not a good year to, to use. Okay. I understand what you're doing is the 20-year thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anything has changed since September 11th, night or 2001. No, I'll, I'll go along with you on that. Yeah. I think that was the time where we can say life changed. Yeah. But it, it, it just feels stagnant. I don't know. It, it feels like the money is in entertainment. The money is in distraction. And I think yeah, that, it is. that in it the is. last, to your point, okay, we'll use 2001. So the last 18 years, that's where the money's been. Because the iPhone, I think, had a lot to do with that. The right. ubiquitous, ubiquitousness of the internet, however you say that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, um, has has made entertainment come to the forefront and i think that we spend so much time being entertained that how can i get more time to be more entertained than i am right now i you know? and i fall i fall prey to that and, and i think this might be the root of this problem yeah. and and me saying this my mom and dad and my brother if they're listening mom is dad and jonathan probably not uh, they just don't do podcasts but <laughs> They will tell you, I am probably one of the worst offenders of this because, and you've probably noticed this, I'm holding my iPhone in my hand when my friends, my family, everybody's around, this thing is in my face. Yeah. We have lost the the ability to have a conversation, a full hour-long conversation, meaningful conversation, without bringing in outside interference yeah i can remember right around the car with my dad and this holy crap we did not mean for this to be a rant show <laughs> we're gonna have to do this and, and, and we're gonna and talk something. some positive aspects of parenthood yeah I'm sure at some point we'll have to we'll have to do something but i can remember growing up and 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 being on long car trips with my parents and the only thing i had for entertainment was remember those little tiger handheld games oh yeah 
go beep, 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 mm-hmm. beep, beep. And it was Batman, and he had to jump over things. Or like and, electronic football. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But I can remember only getting to play with those things for 30 to 45 minutes of a 10-hour-long car ride. Yeah. And when two or two to however many people were in the car, Dad would turn the radio down to almost inaudible or off. Mm-hmm. Because I said, well, Dad, I want to hear... The people around you are more important, David. Yeah. And yes, he used my Christian name. <laughs> uh, but now, and I am, as Paul says in the Bible, I am the worst offender. I am the worst offender of this. When I get in a car ride, my first thing is pull up what iPhone mix or what iTunes mix I've made for the car ride. I don't care what. In fact, I get agitated when Ellie or Harper's trying to talk over the radio in the yeah, background. Yeah. I'll crank the music up a well, little bit more. Or you, you have the opposite of that now. I remember, I have a very distinct memory. Um, I don't know why it sat with me all these years, but uh, Panama City Beach, driving Red down Nick the street. Riviera. And with my parents, Ugh. I was probably 10. So oh, it gosh. was before it got bad. You know, okay. there was that like mid 90s late 90s spring break fever that kind of decimated pcb for a while right but it was, it was, it was still destined it was still like destined it was at the time. yeah and so driving down the strip in panama city we're going to dinner or mini golf or arcade city or whatever it was right please Fun tell me you're going to flood puckers um no i don't know that we did oh it was it was a puckers or ruckers there it was fud puckers fud ruckers is the burger place okay it's FUD like puckers, a national yeah. chain and yeah. so, and we're driving down the road, and it was either Randy Travis when he released "You've Been Too Gone for Too Long." You've been yep. too gone or George Strait's for first album, long. first or second album. They chose the music in the car, and wow. you sit in the back seat as a kid in the late '80s, and they played the music, and you rode along, right? And or you're having a there. conversation. I mean, you didn't get, but we we get in the van now, and because we have. At least one device, if all of us are together, mine and Blair, Blair's phone, that can play any song in the world at any moment. Right. It's, hey, Dad, play Old Town Road. Hey, Dad, oh, turn on turn on radio. Wait, hey, Dad, wait, turn, wait, oh, you wait, should, wait. Don't, uh, you, no, you no, here's it. the tangent. Here's the tangent. Mm. You allow that crap in your car? I mean, from time to time, yes. You also think Fighter's a good country song, too, so. I think Fighter's a good song. Just because it starts with a banjo lick <laughs> doesn't mean it's country, but I enjoy the song better. Anyway, so yes, Aiden does love Old Town Road, so There's everybody right now, not along too. if your kid's like that. No. I, that, that, that's starting to border on uh, cultural appropriation <laughs> when people just start doing southern accents for the sake of it. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that the times have shifted, and I think entertainment's more prevalent. I think we've gotten there now. All the moms are mad at us right now. Oh, of course they are. And, what are these two dads doing right, talking? And all about the dads are like, great, now now what are we going to do? But I think <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm, like I said earlier, I'm sure this mom's a perfectly fine lady. I'm sure she loves her kids. I'm sure all of these people do. I mean, we have friends on Facebook that posted little stories and stuff where they were kind of celebrating and stuff, and it's cute. But I just, um, I, we have to remember stories like this lady to me okay, yeah, you go do it and it's cute. Blair and I go to lunch and, and it's cute. But if we took a picture of ourselves, both with a margarita and all of a sudden it becomes viral and it's on the news. Right. Think about what your kids would say. Well, and that's you the know. thing too. 
I look at pictures of my mom 20, 30 years ago. And to me, that is the epitome of a mom. Yeah. To you, when you look at, at Kathy 20, 30 years ago, that's what a mom mm-hmm. does. That's what yeah. a mom is. How are we going to look 20, how, how is Ellie and Harper, how are Aiden and Emma going to look 20, 30 years back? How is this mom's kids, how are they going to look back and say, wow, my mom went to Disney World without me? My mom's famous for celebrating that I went back to school. I'll be honest. We went to Disney World, oh, it was, what year was that, Adam, where just me and Amanda met you and Blair at Universal? Was it that wasn't fif- that long ago. 15 yeah. or 16. Yeah, it's, it was around there. It was, okay, it was 16, May of 16, because we had already taken Ellie to Disney, and her first trip, trip was September of 15. So we went and did a day. We thought we were going to do a whole trip of Universal. Well, Amanda doesn't do roller coasters, and you know what Universal is. Yeah. Um, so we went back to our, our beloved place, um, and I felt guilty being at Disney World without my daughter. I felt guilty being there without my child. Me and Ellie, one of the things we do is we ride Cinderella's uh, Prince Prince Charming carousel. That's the one thing we always do at Disney at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I couldn't bring myself to even look at the carousel without almost tearing up because my my baby girl wasn't with me. So I don't understand how how maybe this is different for somebody that goes to Orlando every other weekend or Disney World every other weekend. Maybe it's different for somebody that lives in Orlando, but I can never understand how somebody can go to Magic Kingdom, a place that supposedly is for children. It's not. We've made that point on this podcast, but supposedly that brings out the child in us all. How can someone go there and celebrate? Yeah not being with their child. Well, and I, and I and I think that if it brings out the child and it's a place where you can find some mental rest and enjoy yourself, go enjoy it. I mean, we talked that with the WDW couple. It's for everybody. But for me, when you look at the story, the news story, she has the, I think, I don't know if it's the mayor of Main Street. Looks like it says it, city council. But he's got yeah, a, was... a councilman holding it up to the camera and a custodial person holding it up to the camera and a picture with Snow White and the fairy and then a picture of the fairy godmother. And it's like you're actively seeking out a continued storyline that right. I am enjoying or, or going to all of these things and, and actively like putting this and together as a thing right. now. It's not I went to get a break. It's like I went to show everybody how I am so glad that my kids are gone. And that's the part. It's the it's how far it went. I think that I have a problem with. Go get it, moms. If if you're listening, Susie, <laughs> I know you're listening. Blair, I know I you're know listening too. Susie's going to murder us. No, go take a break. Take the time you need. It's the celebratory nature of it that I think, and it's not new. It there. What Christmas song is it? Is it? It's beginning to look a lot like like Christmas, where they say Christmas mom and shoes. dad can hardly wait for school to start again. Yeah. I mean, it's not a new concept. You know, the kids are out of the house, and oh my gosh, Christmas break. When's it going to be over? But I think now, again, social media age, one right. little funny thing you did because you thought it would be cute turns into a big thing, and I don't know. But anyway. You mean like poking HHN? Yeah. Oh, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk that on the next episode, <laughs> yeah. on one of the next episodes. But, it, but, but anyway, I, I think that, to your point, kind of segue off off of this one, I think that it's the it's the feeling that you should enjoy yourself, but there's always that in the back of your mind that you don't know what to do with yourself. 
Right. Like you shouldn't be completely comfortable without them there. Well, we've been, we're taught in in the Bible even that when you have children, they should not be the focal point of your marriage, of your, your life. But they're a very strong point. Yeah. You, you are... I feel weird when I go out without Amanda or the kids, or even when Amanda and I go out. I'm mm-hmm. almost like, okay, where we order off the kids' menu, oh, wait, they're not here. <laughs> it, it, it almost feels like someone's lopped off my left arm. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like when here. Blair and the kids were just in Mississippi for... About a week and you a half. Had, you had no idea what to do with And yourself. I didn't. I mean, the, the first day, it's like, okay, I'm going to go do something. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to do some stuff around the house that sometimes I feel guilty taking the time to do that, that needs to eventually get done. But then about the third or fourth day in, you're like, ugh. You're, you're a better man than me. You know? <laughs> because you see that little white box behind you? Yeah. Which one? Well, the one with the controller. And the X on the front of it? Yeah. Yeah. See, when Amanda and the girls are gone, there's a butt imprint on my couch. Mm. And I usually play about three seasons of NBA 2K. <laughs> um, I need to open up Call of Duty just to get used to it again. Yeah. Because it's coming. Yep. But uh, and that, that's, that might be the difference between you and me. It shocks me a little bit because you lived alone for a long time. And, and so it shocks me a little bit that you don't know what to do now that you've got the kids. What do you mean? Well, I mean, you were very good at self being self-sufficient oh, in college. Yeah. You know, you knew what to do with yourself. You mean and I ran I off never... all my roommates. <laughs> yes. That's very good at that too. You were. This is my kitty. He... Oh, man, that's a story for another day. <laughs> what if he listens to the show? That would be awesome because I would love to know what he's doing right now. I'd love to know where he ended up. So, so I'd love to know how the kitty is. Another tangent. So I, it was sophomore year. This is year. my kitty. When I get sad, I right. look at him. Yeah. <laughs> sophomore year, Patey Hall, University of Alabama. Um, had a roommate. Had a roommate, and uh, he um, had a picture of his cat on the wall. I'm cool with that. He had a beanie that looked like it. Cool with that. Um, and he said, so this this is my kitty. I miss it very much. If you see me pet this beanie and talk to it and say I miss it and kind of cry a little, you just know I love my cat very much. And I'm like, okay, that, hey, you know what? More power to you. So when he left to go to uh, Mallet, I think he moved into, I uh, didn't try to stop him. <laughs> well, you also had, this was before I was around. You, he also, didn't he try to go to bed at like 6 o'clock? Oh, night? that was right. Yeah, because uh, I think it was Chad. Well, I hadn't thought it about that Chad in a long time. It was and Chad and Scott. And we were in there, and it was like 8 o'clock, and we were sitting around talking, and he walked in and said something about bedtime. We we're like, okay, I guess it is kind of getting late, but we're, we're going to hang out and continue doing what we were doing until we're done. And he um, turned off the light above his side of the room and very audibly went... <sighs> and flung his covers and rolled over. And I believe Chad used some choice words that basically told him where he could go <laughs> if he was going to think that around on Patey on the engineering floor that he was going to be going to bed that early and telling everybody else what to do. So, Was yeah. this before the Britney Spears poster? Uh, I think that... I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. No. <laughs> I think the Britney Spears poster was Rose Towers. No, that was Patey. No, it was Patey. That would have been that year then, yeah. Yeah, it would that have. would have been that year, and they ended up not <laughs> replacing him. 
So I had a room in Patey to myself. Anybody who's listening to this that's ever lived in Patey is totes jelly right now. Oh, I had a room to myself too, remember? Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah, Yeah. Corey moved out. Yeah, that's right. So I had... How did we were pretty much the only two people in Patey that got solo hey, rooms in we the double Patey room? Pimps, man. Oh, please, you know me, <laughs> and and you didn't do it right. Why is that? Because you only use that one bed. Yeah, I put them both together in the middle. I had a queen size bed in college, man. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, good times, dude. Good times. Anyway, back to being a parent. Yeah. But, you know, it shocks me because you're used to living alone, or at least you were for a while, mm-hmm. and I. I only lived alone once or twice and very short times when I did. Yeah. And it's taken me 30 something years to really get used to when the house is quiet, it's peace and quiet time. Yeah. Uh, so it, it does shock me that the roles have kind of reversed at later in life. Yeah. I don't know why that thought popped in my head. Yeah, and I, the I, Patey tangent went. Uh, I love it, dude. That, that, that's exactly what this show's about. But I, um, no, I, uh, when they were gone, it was, it was either, I cooked every night. I didn't eat out that much. You cooked? Mm-hmm. I was shocked. I was surprised at myself. How do you cook for one? You ever seen Zootopia? I'm kidding. Carrots for one and that sad little carrot yeah. in the box. Anyway. No, it was. I think it was like rice and beans and fish sticks. And then I had rice fish and sticks. beans left over. So I made you know something you can make the right amount of. Or reheat the next day. That's the secret. I should write a book. Eating for Problem. one. See, what I do is I order Dominoes <laughs> and, and have food every See, there you go. Night. Something you can reheat the next day. It's the same strategy. Right, right, yeah. right. The problem is we also in Huntsville have Stakeout, which is a oh, steak man. delivery place. Wow. Oh, that's right. We had them in Tuscaloosa, too, didn't we? We did. We had that in Prattville, too. Did you really? In my hometown, yeah. We had you know, it, starts in, it started in Huntsville. Really? Yeah, it was, wow. it's owned was by the, the best, dude. It's owned by the guys, the guy that owns Rosie's, oh, which cool. is our really, really good Mexican place. Yeah. Tex-Mex, but yeah. not Mexican. Nice. Um, yeah, th- that's that's one thing that irritates me right now. And and I think I got a good taste of being irritated by it when they were out, or when they were in Mississippi, is that we have so many places up on the main drag through town. But nothing where but you nothing are. nothing will deliver out here. We have stuff out yeah. here where we are, but we're not that far. It's like, We're literally like an eight-minute drive from the Chick-fil-A. Eight minutes if you get stopped at a couple of red lights. If Do not, you have Uber five, Eats? They don't deliver this far. Are you serious? They won't. What about Grubhub? Uh, they don't. We don't have any Grubhub restaurants set up. And, not the, a and the ones like Chick Fil A that are doing DoorDash, we're outside of their circle. The Pizza Hut on the main drag won't deliver past the stoplight that's ten seconds from my house. Oh my they won't gosh. come on this side of it. It's it's ridiculous. Can you meet him at like the church or something? Yeah, but then you might as well go and get it. I mean, it's it's five minutes away by car. And they won't come this far because they drew a cir- everybody draws a, a circle right? and says this is as far as we'll go, even though going outside of that circle only costs you another minute, two minutes. You know? how far I'll go. See? <laughs> They're like, see that line at the edge of the map? We don't deliver there. Sorry. We don't, we won't, we won't go there. <laughs> yeah. So no pizza for are, you. Are you drinking a White Claw? No, it's a Dasani Sparkling. I don't even know what a White Claw is. It, okay, so it's new age Zima. It's basically sparkling water. Millennial sparkling, Zima. Yeah, it is. It's spiked sparkling water. Ew, that doesn't even sound good. No, it doesn't at all. So basically, what you're drinking is clearly Canadian. Basically, yeah. Man, I miss that stuff. Wasn't you know, they actually they have it again. It's really? at uh, Earth Fair. Oh, Mark. Oh, what is the name of that? That Fresh Market. Not Fresh Market. Whole Foods. Whole Foods. 
Yeah, they have clearly Canadian. Nice. And it tastes just like it did in the 90s. And it costs $15 a can because it's at Whole Foods. Yes, it does. <laughs> you realize this is a show where we had one topic to talk and we've just gone on tangents the whole time? I love it. We've been going for 35 minutes just If folks are nothing. sticking with us, this is what they've been waiting on. They're like, you talk too many topics, guys. I'm ready for the I mean, tangential. That's what we do. You know? Is that a word? Tangential, yes. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Okay. All right, all right, here we go. You ready for this? This is okay. going to be the first on our show. Hey, Google. Hang on one second. Let me turn it up. Oh, this is, hey, this Google, is riveting. What is the definition of tangential? On the website vocabulary.com, they say, tangential describes something that's not part of the whole. If you make a comment that is tangential to the story you're telling, it's a digression. The story could still be understood without it. In geometry, a tangent is a line okay, that Google, touches that's a enough. curve. And- I think we got the idea. Hey, Siri. <laughs> Tell Adam to shut up. Your message to Adam Russell says shut up. Ready to send it? <laughs> send. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I have another Google Home trick. I texted you about this the other day. Watch this. Watch this. This is <laughs> I love it. Wow. We are really doing this. Please pardon us while we go on a digression. (laughs) Hey, Google. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. With no programming involved. That is in the base functionality. What? 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 You look so excited. Yes. Two sports in a row. I'm sorry, guys. Did you see the tweet from Greg Byrne last night? About the red lights at Bryant Denny? (gasps) Dave, calm down. Dave. Breathe. What if night game night falls at Bryant Denny? You haven't seen the intros in a while, but they we come out to Thunderstruck mm-hmm. now. Yeah, they turn the lights down. All you have is the jumbotron. Oh yeah, glow. oh it's gonna be great. And then they do like lightning strikes on the jumbotron, so all you hear is that that lightning and the thunder. And then like, they like Imagine Dragons. Yeah, yeah, lightning thunder. and yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thunder. <laughs> anyway, but then all it, on Bryant Denny, the only thing that comes on is that red hue. Oh, yeah. And you hear thunder. Ah. Oh, yeah. Ah. If, the, if the team does not run out under red lights, <laughs> they have wasted an opportunity for sure. Or, or, or we score a touchdown mm-hmm. and they just flash the red lights. Like a big ambulance? Yeah. <laughs> because you're carrying the, other, carrying the other team out on the stretcher? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we're... They should go, Beedle, 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 Oh, my gosh. Oh, you asked us what we haven't geeked out about on the show on, over text today. What haven't we geeked out about? Elephants. Elephants. Pachyderms. That's my pachyderm. Anyway, <laughs> wow, we, we've gone off the rails already. All right, so we, we got to do a good parenting story here. I, 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 did I tell you? No, I didn't because we hadn't talked about this yet. I was proud of my daughter the other day. Yeah. So Friday, I got to take my daughter to school. Uh, you know, not no, normally you take a kid to school, even the third, fourth day, they're like, oh, dad, we're glad I go to school again. Yeah. 
And you're like, no, please, you got to go to school again. Get out of the house. Right, go, go, get out of the car. Go, go. We we pull into the school, and Ellie's in her car seat. She jumps out of her car seat because she's in a booster now. She jumps out of her car seat and says, Daddy, we're at school. I'll get to the school. I want to go see school. I got to go see my teacher. She is excited about going to school now, man. Wow. That is, I don't know where she came from because I was excited about seeing my friends. Brothers, but not by birth. It's carried right, through exactly. the wind. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So so apparently she got that from my not brother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, I, I I just told her, I said, Ellie, hope you, you keep this same enthusiasm for 14 years because yeah. you're going to need yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. That was one thing I put on Facebook the other day. Um, I didn't do it to the group. I just did it to my story was we went to studios on Sunday and... Um, Aiden's, Aiden's, my dad, Aiden's pop, um, has sore throat. He's, he's a little under the weather and Aiden felt in the middle of going to the theme park, just had a sudden like thought about his, about his pop and got so sad. I thought it was your, your uncle. No. I thought you said, I thought you said it was your uncle. I didn't say uncle. I don't think so. Oh, it was pop. And, um, he got so sad that pop was sick that he wanted to make him like a pressed quarter. And, you know, he's just trying to do something sweet, you know, a nice gesture, something he could give him or send him to make him feel better. But just that heart. And then, you know, Emma got a, a little bell baby doll while we were there. And we're driving back, and she's she got this little puppy that she got out of a blind bag. And she's giving the doll a personality like a baby, playing with the puppy. And then as soon as we got home, she puts the baby in a little crib and covers it with a blanket and lays down next to the uh-huh. crib and stuff. And it's just the same thing, you know. I hope they never lose yeah. That heart, because that's the type of stuff that the world and old angry men like you and me that go on rants. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not angry. Boeing just makes me this way. Boeing just makes me this way. But but that's the kind of thing I hope the Bad world. Joke. Not, what? Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> not right now. Trigger alert. Trigger alert. Trigger alert. <laughs> but that, that's the kind of thing I hope the world never. It's that Garth Brooks song, right? Um, the change. I, I hope that that the world never yeah. changes them in that regard because it's just such a such a refreshing thing to see in the world when a kid either has enthusiasm about school when some kids you know yeah. really struggle with that or when they have such a big heart for people like mine did this weekend. So yeah, man. Yeah, the, it, it's it's really cool. In fact, uh, so f- once again Friday. So this the week all last week, my my daughter Harper was sick. And I, I caught that bug on Friday, and you know Amanda went to Houston. I think we talked yeah. about that on the last episode. Um, and uh, so I had to send my my daughters to to my great to my my in laws' house to my my mother in laws' house. And Ellie cried. She said, "Daddy, what happens if you get sick? Who's going to take uh-huh. care of you?" Ellie was crying because she wanted to take yeah. care of me. My five year old yeah. wanted to stay home to take care of me. That's awesome. My wife doesn't even want to take care of me when I'm sick because I'm a She's big like, baby. Get up, you big baby. So, you're right. Oh man. I always I always make the joke, well, not joke, but yeah, the joke when when Amanda's sick, I look at her and go, "Honey, I wish it was me." And she goes, "I don't." <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh. That's funny. So before before we wrap this up, I got to ask you, Dave, what's your what's your favorite thing about being a parent and and what scares the crap out of you about it? So my favorite thing about being a parent is I have an excuse to go see Disney movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, honestly, my favorite thing about being a parent is is the little moments. 
I mean, I know it sounds sappy, but it's it's the little moments that don't mean a thing to my five-year-old, my one-year-old, and they might not remember it, but to me, it's yeah. a lifetime. Yeah. You know, it's it's coming home from work, having a bad day, going to pick up the girls from the nanny, and and just walking in the door, and Harper goes, Daddy! And, and just runs yeah. towards you. For a split 10 minutes, Boeing and the world goes away. Yeah. Uh, Adam, you and I have, have talked about this. I have a very bad problem about leaving yeah. work at work. I take home the stress from work, and I wear it on my shoulders. I wear it on my forehead. I wear it everywhere, and it, it puts me in a bad mood at home. But for a quick moment, that world goes yeah. away when, when those two girls run yeah. to me like that. And then the thing that scares the poop, baby poop emoji out of me, the the orange out of me, is in the Bible, we are told that the the father is the spiritual head of the household. And when we get to the pearly gates, when we get to see Jesus, when we get to sit at the judgment throne, we're not only going to be responsible for ourselves we're going to be responsible for those put in our charge. And those that were put in my charge were Amanda, Ellie and Harper. I'm responsible. The Holy spirit is, but I'm responsible also for showing and teaching and nurturing. I don't know if I do that enough for myself, but I'm also responsible for those two souls. It, I don't know if I've ever felt that weight until July 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 eighth, two thousand fourteen. The minute I held mm-hmm. Ellie for the first time, I burst oh, yeah, into yeah. tears. It was a happy cry, but then it was also this: God, how could you put such a broken? How could you put that weight? on such a broken person like myself because it's not yeah. mine. It's not up to me. And and God knows that's where I need the help. Yeah. Yeah. So they that's what's yeah, I had me. same question. Yeah, you, I man. had the what's... thought the other day. Um I don't know why it never hit me. But um as I as as we get older and you know, every now and then you get a creak or a pain or a you know uh, I'm getting old, and right. just a reminder that that age is is approaching. Right? Um, it it hit age me the other day, number. and I probably haven't thought it since she was a baby. But I have to take care of myself and my family. But I got to be here long enough to walk her down the aisle, man. And yeah. I put myself in you know in scenarios in your mind, and you're like, I have to take care of myself to be here for that because I don't want her to walk down the aisle alone or with anyone else. And that's, that's, you can't control that. And you can't, you can put your mind down paths like that where what if something happened? You could drive yourself crazy. You could drive yourself crazy. And then it's like, well, I've got to be here to guide him through these things and like, you know, and it's just not being there for those things, I think scares the baby poop orange out of me. But, um, but I think my favorite (laughs) thing is teaching these kids to use their youth to their advantage. Because as a kid, 
Now, as a kid, you you don't you don't realize people think you're so darn cute sometimes, right? And it's like the last the last Fire Frogs. <laughs> Ellie yeah, and well, Harper do. Well, I'm saying Ellie and Harper do. <laughs> but it's like the last Fire Frogs game we went to. I'm trying to teach Aiden. All right, let's let's go go down there and get that ball that just got in the stands because there's only adults around. They're going to give it to you and. You know, wave wave your hand when the guy's running in from left field and say ball ball and see if he'll throw it to you. You know, because he's a, he's the only kid within 200 yards because there's only 30 people in the stadium to begin with, and 29 <laughs> of them are dudes that are there for the two dollar beer night. You know, and so there you got to use your youth to your advantage sometimes and stuff. And I think just giving them the opportunities that um that for you guys being pass holders and for us being down here and going to things, you know, and, and rounding out yeah. their lives and letting them see what different kinds of experiences they have and giving them stories to tell later on. You know, I think that's my favorite thing yep. about it is creating those memories that um, are things that you'll talk about 15, 20 years down the road, you know? Yep. That's, that's one of the reasons we're pass holders. I didn't travel much as a kid. I mean, yeah. I mean we traveled, but we didn't do... I'm using my term, my words carefully because mom listens. Um, <laughs> we we didn't do we did nature stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. Like we went to the yellow we went to yeah. Yellowstone. We went to we did camping, which it was fun, but not what Ellie and yeah. Harper would love to do. So I, I made I made a point to when when I hailed Ellie for the first time, we will always do mm-hmm. something for them and, and as soon as we walk through the magic kingdom for the first time you know when when ellie the first time we walk past her war we, whoa yeah whoa you know I, I, yeah hooked you know i knew that she yeah. was too so hey grisham yeah there's the 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 phenomenal <laughs> dog I, anyway uh but so anyway Guys, if, if y'all have got a, a cool story that you want to tell us, parenting story, Susie, I know you got some. I'm I'm gonna call you out. I know you you give me Susie, you give me the commentary on, on Facebook Messenger, but let's let's go ahead and call in here, Susie. Let, let's let's hear some of these parenting stories yeah. that you and John go through because I know there's a good a good well, amount I of I wanna them. say too, before uh, before you totally wrap, what you just said. I, I think that's mm-hmm. that's the beauty of the phase I think that Blair and I are in right now, and you're probably around the same thing, is that you you can look back on the things you did in your childhood and the things that happened in your childhood and not, you say to yourself, here's what I'm going to take, and here's what I'm going here's to what take, I'm leave. and here are the things I'm going to continue, or here's the things I'm going to add, and you can kind of look at it yep. that way and be be strategic about your approach now, right? Because when it, when the, when you first the baby first comes out, it's like whirlwind. What in the world are we doing? How are we going to make this happen? Oh my gosh! How yeah. am I going and to sleep? That, oh, by the way, now that Aiden's nine and wearing deodorant now, yeah, that's a whole new phase. When I was dropping him off at the airport to go to Mississippi, Aiden, I, I gave him a hug and I was like, "Man, somebody in this queue, man!" Oh, and I was like, "Wait a minute, that's you, dude." <laughs> so yeah, but it's like once you get to that point, <clears throat> you get a little bit more established. You can you can take the good. And, and and add stuff yeah. of your own to it. And that, that's the beauty of it at the end of the day. Anyway, that was my last tangent, I promise. Yep. You can close the show now. Anyway, okay. Susie, yes. call in. The birth line. <laughs> <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's that number, Adam? <laughs> it's 650-UAB-SHOW. 650-UAB-SHOW. Only serious show topics. No questions related to birth or the birthing process, please. I mean, if we do, I can get technically. My mom on yeah, here. We'll, that's we'll call true. Elise. 
That's true. I mean, if if we see you call about birth, I'll, call, actually, I'll get yeah, my mom. You know what? If someone does have a random question, call it in and let's do that. <laughs> I take it back. Let's actually have a segment like that. This is your. This is supposed to be a show about Elise everything. Adams. Right. Yeah. There you go. Why not? Why not? Anyway. We got that website. Was it unrelated no, it's, birth? It's, it's a long. I'll put it on Facebook with the with the okay. show. Okay, it's on Facebook. We put yeah, it already you'll on have there. Your links but... on there for Apple Podcasts. You'll have your link for Stitcher if you're on anything but an iPhone. Our blog is on there. Um, there should be some new stuff coming up on the blog, and then all of our socials and YouTube page are on there too. So we'll put that out on Facebook when yep. the show goes live. And and sometime Adam will go live on Facebook and put it up on YouTube as well. You know, he's been to the park three or four times since we've had this YouTube. And um, hasn't hasn't I gone haven't. live. Hmm. Maybe maybe someday in we're September I'll go on. live from a Disney park. Speaking <laughs> of, we'll talk about this on the next show. Uh, but socials, I'm D Adams four one nine. He is at Runtide Run. Instagram, we're all in the same place. Uh, the show is not related, bros. On Twitter, Instagram, we are unrelated at birth. Do you have a podcast you want to? Jungle Cruise, I'm here. Um, no. Do you? Okay. okay yeah, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> we don't know these guys. But anyway, by the way, we got to put this this little asterisk here. This is not a dig <laughs> on any podcast. It's just a Every funny podcast thing. We, I called It's just Dave a funny thing. While I was at Jungle Cruise with Emma last Wednesday, and I said, I finally, because you kept saying, uh, we haven't figured out how to wrap up the show. I'm like, I know how to wrap up the show. Wrap it up like Jungle Cruise. You come around the last turn and you say, all right, everybody, it's time to leave. If you enjoyed this, this was a Jungle Cruise, and I'm your skipper, Matt. However, if you did not enjoy your time here on our cruise, this is It's a Small World, and my name's Kevin. So we decided let's do the same thing and just throw some podcasts out there. It's a free shout-out to another podcast, even some we don't even know, and it's a funny joke at the same time. So please, Dave, that's the context. Continue. Okay. All right. So... If you've enjoyed your podcast tonight, my name is the golden voice of the Southeast, Dave Adams. His name is the phenomenal brother, Adam Russell. And we are unrelated at birth. But if you haven't enjoyed this podcast, I'm Conrad Thompson. He is Bruce Pritchard, and this is Something to Wrestle, Bruce Pritchard. See you guys next week. (laughs) 